0: You are listening to the You Are a Lawyer podcast. I am the podcast host, Kyla DeNano, a 2015 law school graduate. This podcast was created to share the experiences and successes of law school graduates who created their own paths to career success. In episode 33, I'm speaking with an author and lawyer. This guest writes books and coaches lawyers to follow their purpose. Based in Miami, Florida, today's guest is Frank Ramos Jr. Welcome to the podcast, Frank.
1: Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me.
0: No problem. Would you tell the audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. I'm an attorney in Miami. I work at Clark Silverglade as a litigation partner, and I've been there since 1998. And our firm practices in the areas of commercial litigation, employment, products liability, and general liability.
0: Okay. So that's a long time. 23 years?
1: (laughs) It is. I graduated in 97. I've been there since 98. I've been at the firm, I guess, 23 years and practicing almost 24.
0: Yeah. So why do you think you've been so successful? You know, usually that scares people working in a firm and especially for this long.
1: You know, I think I got lucky. The firm I've been at for a number of years now has been very supportive and very focused on mentoring and developing our lawyers. This is a small firm, about 10 of us. And over the years, some attorneys have come and gone, but I've been there most of my career. And the entire time I've been there, the firm has always been supportive and has assisted me in developing my skill set and helping me reach beyond the firm and getting involved in things outside of the firm. So I've been Mm -hmm. very blessed and fortunate in that regard.
0: Okay. You mentioned being in Miami. You're licensed in Florida?
1: I am. I am licensed in Florida.
0: Okay. Okay. And originally from there as well, or
1: no? Actually, I'm originally from Chicago. I was born and raised oh. in Chicago. Born there in '71, and our family got here in the mid '80s when I was starting on high school. So, grew up in Cook County for the first part of my life, and then had a big culture shock and mm-hmm. weather shock.
0: <laughs> but I've
1: been <laughs> here ever since. I went to uh, undergrad and law school down here.
0: Okay, yeah, that is a big change. I'm up here in Ohio, in Cincinnati. So, oh, okay. So I saw online that you have a number of resources that actually are available for free. Yes. Why was it important for you to just let these resources be out there for you to just contribute in this way?
1: You know, I feel that each of us, once we get to a certain point in our career, and it's not just lawyers, but really any profession, we have some obligation to reach backward and help people to the position where we find ourselves in these days. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been writing for Yarn Lord for a while and I want to say in the last few years, I've started doing it a lot more and, and more consciously. And last year, I want to say around mid last year, uh, with the help of my older son, David, I put together a website at MiamiMentor.com. Mm-hmm. And there, it's, it's sort of like a, a warehouse for my books and some training videos and forms and so forth. And I think all my books except one is free and, and the videos are free and sort of forms. And it's just, it's a place where young lawyers or even young professionals, but mostly young lawyers can go and, and hopefully find answers to some of their questions and mm-hmm. address everything from leadership to finding a job to trial skills and pretrial skills to public speaking and, you know, everything in between.
0: Yeah. You have a course about how to get published, um, litigation, and then law firm evaluation. What's that all about?
1: Oh, law firm evaluation. I think there's a section there in terms of forms that are available for law firms to help evaluate themselves. If you have your own law firm or if you work in a smallish law firm and you're trying to figure out next steps and what to do next, mm. uh, that's certainly a place to go visit. I tried to create a place where no matter where you are in your practice as a young lawyer, you know, if you're at a firm or if you have your own firm or if you're in private practice versus public interest, that there's something there that hopefully you can helps you or benefits you in some way. So that's what that section is about.
0: Okay, yeah, absolutely. I noticed online that there's the section for, well, even you mentioned it. If you're a law student or a young lawyer, there's stuff for you. If you're an established lawyer or even a law firm and you want some kind of established forms, those are there for you. Why are you so passionate about helping all lawyers, whether they're young and just starting or a law student or an established firm?
1: You know, so much of what we do as lawyers we didn't learn law school and i don't know if there's really classes per se on teaching the business side of what we do or just sort of the pragmatic side or the soft skill side mm-hmm. and after you're doing this for a number of years you realize wow i really had to learn a lot of stuff on the fly and kind of figure things out on my own and it's very anxiety-ridden when you're going through it like yeah. after you've done it and you kind of look back on it you think yourself oh, i wasn't so bad but <laughs> when you're in a little storm, it feels pretty bad. Um, <laughs> and so it's the I can help other people not have that anxiety and fear that I went through and that most lawyers go through when they're mm-hmm. sort of that period of time, then I feel like I'm doing my part.
0: Yeah. I'm at a mid-sized firm and we have a managing partner and then just regular equity partners. And I'm like, what does the managing partner do? Um, <laughs> is that part of those soft skills that you're talking about?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, for uh, if you're going to manage a manager firm, you're not only leading the firm, but you're also addressing a lot of the HR issues. You're dealing mm. with a lot of the administrative issues. You're dealing with sometimes different personalities. You're dealing with training. You're trying okay. to help with law firm marketing. So you're wearing a lot of hats, and you're trying to direct the firm in a certain way to comply with its vision and its mission. So, you know, you have to be very uh, thoughtful about that. I think, you know, most firms benefit from having somebody take that lead.
0: Yeah. So one of your books is called The Associate Handbook, and you have one called The Associate Whisperer. You also did a podcast where you talked about being the associate whisperer. What is it about you that makes you able to empathize or understand associates so well?
1: You know, I I think I went through the process myself. And then Mm -hmm. as I talked to more and more of them, I realized that there's a lot of common ground with all of us. And I can kind of answer the same questions over and over again, because yeah, so many of them have the same issues. We all kind of have the same issues now.
0: Yeah, even, even like a new associate now, you think the issues will be similar to when you started?
1: Yeah, I think it's the same. Uh, you know, I think uh, technology has changed and maybe mm-hmm. firm structure has changed, but, you know, the same anxieties and self-doubts and obnoxious opposing counsel and difficult cases are all the same.
0: So on the website, MiamiMentor.com, you also describe yourself as a purpose coach. Would you give a little more detail about that?
1: Yeah, I think most of us uh, at some point in our lives kind of question what our purpose is. And even if we decided we're going to be a lawyer, that doesn't necessarily mean we have tried to figure out what we're supposed to be as a lawyer. And I have this viewpoint where if you can define what your talents are, what your dreams are and what your passions are and kind of put them up in sort of an Venn diagram and see where those three areas intersect. That's kind of where you find your purpose, your, you know, your mission, your, what you're supposed to be doing with life, your, your destiny, if you want to use that term. And so I think so often young lawyers, even more seasoned lawyers kind of get a little frustrated with themselves and with the practice because they lose focus of why they wanted to go into law school, why they wanted to be a lawyer, who they wanted to help, what they wanted to do. Uh, we get caught up in the individual cases, the individual discovery, the individual discovery fights, and it can get a bit overwhelming and challenging and, and so forth. So I think each of us owes it to ourselves to go back and really think through what our purpose is. And one of the books I give, uh, which is free, is Go Motivate Yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the purpose of that book really is to try to figure out what your purpose is or one's purpose is. And it kind of goes through a series of questions and exercises one can do to help define for oneself where one should be going. Now, we, we spend you know, 30, 40 years in this practice. It'd be terrible to, at the end of it, realize, wow, we weren't really doing what we should be doing.
0: Yeah. Did you experience a time when you had to reevaluate, why am I practicing law? Do I still want to practice?
1: Yeah, I think early on in my career, I went through a period of imposter syndrome. I think there was a later period where I went through a serious period of depression and anxiety that I had to work through, you know, and and so we all kind of hit these bumps in the road and some are bigger bumps and sometimes they're even, you know, full valleys, but it's always important when we find ourselves in those situations to more ourselves, center ourselves and figure out, you know, what's the point of it all.
0: Okay. And do you offer one-on-one coaching or just the resources that people can download?
1: Young lawyers can find me on the website. They can send me an invitation through the website. And I generally you know, talk to them for 15 or 20 minutes for free and okay. kind of go through their ideas. And it generally doesn't take very long to help focus somebody. I know there's a lot of life coaches out there, career coaches, but I think most of us, especially you know, we lawyers, I mean, we've been through college and law school and studied for the bar, we're pretty smart people.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: sometimes it's just a question of having somebody point out the obvious to us, yeah, tell us what we already know, and just kind of kick us in the butt to get us going. So that's kind of what I hope to do in these calls. I generally, you know, surprisingly some of these calls are very short because, you know, I kind of, in a few questions and answers, I can kind of get to the point and they can mm-hmm. kind of figure out what they need to do in order to, you know, get to the next level. So it's, you know, it's, it's not that complicated. You know, you try to figure out, okay, well, I'm good at this. I enjoy doing that. I would want to do this Where do I want to be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just a question of, you know, do I have the courage and the strength and the will? and the work ethic to get there. Yeah. And we have to be honest with ourselves whether or not we have the grit and perseverance to do it or not. And if we don't, then we don't. But I mean, we all have to have to do that self-assessment. And if we wanna be somewhere else, we have to make the effort to get there.
0: Yeah, those calls must be pretty interesting because I'm sure lawyers know how to give the answer you want to hear. And you're probably probing them like, no, you know, like dig deeper. What is it that you really want, so. Right. So typically on the podcast, I speak to people who either left practice or had their own funky side hustle, you know, which kind of kept them through practicing. Have you found that having this separate business and your writings, it allowed you to become a stronger lawyer?
1: It did. It helped me figure out what I wanted to do and how I wanted to get there, it helped me focus, you know, what you know, where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So
0: Okay. So in the questionnaire that I sent out, you mentioned that when you were younger, you wanted to be a writer, a political manager, or a lawyer, and you decided a lawyer would be the best bet. What, (laughs) why were you interested in those other two options?
1: You know, I liked the other ones, they they seemed kind of fun. And then once I learned more about them, I decided,
0: guess. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you've written 19 books, so you are a writer.
1: Right, well, yes, I am. I, I enjoy writing. But I've, I've been focusing primarily on the uh, legal writing, not on the other touch writing.
0: Okay. So did, were you thinking about being like a fiction writer or screen writer? Yeah, I've been thinking what? of
1: doing some fiction writing. You know, it's still sort of in the backdrop.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So for anyone that came to you looking for a mentor, like let's say a law student or a young lawyer, and they were worried and telling you that they don't want to practice anymore, do you think you would talk them out of it or...
1: Oh, I think no. you, have to, you have to decide what you want to do for yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you have to kind of decide for yourself what you want. I'm not, I'm not one to tell people what to do or not to do. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I just help them try to figure out if that's what they really want to do. And mm-hmm. if you do, that's perfectly fine.
0: Okay. And you just help them figure that out through your series of questions and that conversation?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look at the uh, books that help you figure out where you want to be.
0: Okay.
1: And if you can kind of figure that out, maybe you do determine like, oh yeah, I, I got it right. Or maybe you don't, mm-hmm. but that, like, but again, it's not for me to, uh, to say, hey, know, you shouldn't do this. Like, okay. you know, like, this isn't what you think it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Sounds like you wouldn't be disappointed, you know, one way or the other, so. Right. Okay. And then you have a podcast called A Conversation With. What made you want to create that?
1: Uh, you know, I did that for DRI, it's Defense Research Institute, and I kind of really wanted to learn as much as I could about other lawyers and what motivated them and what got them to where they were mm-hmm. and so those that podcast which is sort of in, in, um, in advance right now we haven't done one in a while okay uh, but we did like about 100 interviews with 100 different DRI members and every person had a very you know important individual and compelling story and I learned as much about them the practice as you know any of our listeners could that
0: yeah what were some of the important stories that you learned
1: you know, just how they became lawyers and why they became lawyers and what motivates them, what gets them out of bed and so forth. And, uh, you know, it just, and, and these are lawyers that practice all different types of areas of law mm-hmm. and yet they all seem to be very passionate about whatever they're doing.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's one thing I'm learning from this podcast there. We all have graduated from law school, but the personalities and the interests are so diverse. We're all over the place. So. Right. Well, was there anything else you wanted to share with the audience, Frank? You know,
1: again, each of us has to figure out our own path in life Mm -hmm. and you have to kind of decide for yourself what that path is. And there's no right or wrong path. There's just your path. And it's not for me to judge your path and it's not for you to judge mine, but you owe it to yourself to really figure out if that's what you're supposed to be doing with your life and why you're enjoying it. And so my best advice is to really think through where you want to be at the end of your career and then work backwards from there. You know, where do you see yourself? At your retirement party, whether it's 65 mm-hmm. or 70 years later, you know, when, when, you know, that last day, if, if people are going to give you a toast and kind of talk about your career, how do you envision that toast going? And, and then, well, and then ask yourself, well, how do I get there? And there's different ways of getting there, but you have to have a plan. You just can't leave it to luck or to chance. You really have to think it through. So start with the end in mind, come up with a plan to get from A to B. The plan's going to change. It's going to evolve. Things are going to happen. You gonna expect, but have a plan.
0: I love that. I hadn't even considered that. What do I want people to say at my retirement party? (laughs) Okay. You have plenty of time. (laughs) Wow. All right, cool. And if you need help figuring that out, again, visit miamimentor.com. There are a number of different resources there, forms that you can download to help walk you through self-evaluations. Great, Thank you so much, Frank. Thanks so much. Oh, of course. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to You Are a Lawyer. While you are here subscribe to the show, leave a rating, and tell a friend about this episode. New episodes are released every other Thursday. Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Bye!